Poetic Properties is a complex creation brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, you have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex, the poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. This week has been refreshing to an extent from what I've been going through the past um, few months. If you guys follow this podcast, you know that this is a very uh, hard time of year for me to just get through certain things. Uh, my mind be going 100 on 10 every which way, but I still have to be present for the other kids and other things in my life that require my attention. Um, I often shut down completely, which I've always said I personally know is it's not healthy, but it's it's all I have. Right. I. I um I don't like taking out my emotional issues on anyone, partner, friend, kids, whatever. And so this time of year, when I feel so dark, when I feel so aggressive or when I feel that um, tinge of rage in me, I tend to to isolate. Right. And it's not rage like. It's a it's a it's a grieving rage, if that makes sense. It's not a regular like ah, I'm tripping, I'm bugging out, but it's a grieving rage. It's certain things that I see, certain things that I hear that um, trigger certain things in me, and it creates a level of anger. And I'm just like, I don't like taking that out on people. So I really uh, I say to myself, and I haven't gotten to a position to where I even know how to allow people to help um, per se in in this type of situation or when i'm like this so you know i just uh, i chill but for whatever reason this um this last couple weeks i kind of been even and now uh refocusing and kind of telling myself that i want to do more things around this time to create a distraction i know that that sounds bad but um that's the only way I can explain it. So it's like, you guys know I lost Kennedy. Um, That's what started all of this, right? The loss of Kennedy, it just made me realize the concept of, or made me start to understand the concept of time a little bit better because people all, like when when we were raised, people say tomorrow's not promised. I learned that today isn't promised, right? And understanding that has come with a lot of questions, has come with a lot of um, irritation um, and everything. So it's just it's, it is very difficult to have to try to process it in in real time, but also be cognizant of what I might say or do to other people. And that's just not my deal Um I don't want to I don't want anyone to feel the pain and grief that I feel solo. And I also don't want to be the reason that someone gains a new trigger or or a new trauma. And that's heavy on me as I go through my own thing, because I got to kind of. I got to. How can I put it? I have to make sure I'm saying and doing the things that I'm supposed to do and being the being the thing that I want reciprocated. Right. So 
I don't want to take stuff out on certain people. Like I said, kids, relationship, you know, friends, whatever, work. I don't want to take my personal things out on them. And so I had to learn or how, you know, it's a daily learning process of me to try to balance the isolation properly because I have high level of social anxiety. I'm stressed, like I'm easily, easily stressed out with certain things. Um, I've been doing everything for so long by myself that it's like, I don't really get a break, but I, the isolation is the break. Right. Even with my kids, there's a certain level of isolation I do and just letting them know, like, hey, you responsible for this right now. Give me a couple of days. Give me a couple of days. And so that's that's a big part of my healing um, of letting myself just be what I'm what I am and not bringing no one in. No, not trying to be a victim, not trying to woe is me, but legit just sitting still and trying to kind of figure it out and. Um, this last couple of weeks, I just been like, yo, like you got to figure out a way to just do something. I know it's difficult. I know the tears are going to come. I know the frustration are going to come. Um, of course, like I was in a store yesterday getting stuff and it was babies crying and kicking and screaming. And then like, um, you guys know Kennedy birth and death date is Christmas Eve. Um, so walking into the store, it's all Christmas stuff, emotionally, immediately in shambles, but I got to hold it together. Then people don't know, you know, what's going on with me. They didn't, they didn't do anything to me. And so just keeping my attitude as positive as I can be mad difficult, yo, be mad difficult. Um, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm in a a different frame of mind. And I'm glad that I was able to have an understanding within myself of, Hey, you got to start trying to do things because the more I sit, the more I'm like, like I, I can end it all because I'm not actively outside. I'm not actively looking for dating. I'm not actively trying to do anything. Right. I'm just, I'm chilling. And so in my meditation time, I'll be saying certain things and sending things out um, into the universe. And I'm just like, if if it's meant to be, it'll come back to me or um, whatever. Right. And so I just I just keep it moving. But like I said, it's been a 50 50 week and it's it's extreme difficulty on a mental front and then extreme ease and happiness on the emotional front. So it's just a, it's just fighting back and forth and just again. Y'all know my whole reason for this or one of my reasons for this podcast is to help people understand the necessity of balance. So I'm not telling y'all nothing that I'm that I'm not going through, that I'm not processing myself, that I'm not trying to get through myself. Y'all know I say it on here out loud, not only for myself, but to hopefully trigger someone as they're listening and be like, yo, like I'll be going through that too. I'm gonna hit him up and, and see how that's going for him or, you know, just make a comment or something like that. So it's just been a difficult whirlwind for me per se. Um, I got back on my exercising and stuff. Again, y'all know, like I like at the end of the year, I always um, 
always go through my lightweight detox and try to get back to my no shirt days and stuff like that for the for the top of the year. So um, I'm back getting my mouths in and stuff like that. And it actually felt really, really good. I went and I sat at the lake for a few minutes or whatever while I was exercising. But just getting out there, feeling the wind blow, seeing the water move, the ducks quack and stuff like that. And it was actually really refreshing. I'm sore. Is I don't know what, but um, being in that space offered clarity for me. Like there, like again, I'm about balance. Like the the moon was out, and I've seen I've seen it before. Always, um, you know, not like it's something so different, but it was just a profound moment for me. I saw the moon like clearest day, biggest day, and the sun was out. And so I had, uh, I had made a post like, you know, I saw the moon kiss the sky while the sun shined, um, affirming the necessity of balance. And seeing stuff like that in the right time is amazing. Again, I'm pretty sure we all see the moon and the sun at the same time, but there's a uh, there is an internal force in you that dictates what is profound, what is a revelation, and what is just you viewing certain things, and, and it hits people at different times. Somebody else is going to see that one day and be like, "Yo, I've seen this my whole life, but it it didn't resonate with me until I went through this, or I, or I went through that." And so being able to be out in the open, feeling the wind, you know, like I said, seeing the water, uh, the water flow, the ducks quack and stuff like that. It was really, really refreshing for me and really gave me um, a lot of peace, a lot of peace. You know, again, you guys know, though, like for me, it's an it's an immediate good (laughs) And then boom. And so among uh, among. How can I say I think I used the wrong word. Along with me trying to do the things that I need to do. Parenting always is intertwined in that. And I laugh because Junior is uh, 17. He'll be 18 in March. But he's sick right now. And y'all know that's my guy. And it's just hilarious because he's so tough, so standoffish, so, you know, whatever. I'm independent until he gets sick. And he's been, Dad, can I go to the ER? Dad, uh, I need this. And it's just so funny because I'm like, fam, at what point do you learn? Like, at what point do you pay attention to what I'm doing so you could do it? He do. Listen, he do not care. I'm his dad, I'm his nurse, I'm his doctor. Like outside, of course, if we have to really go in, I'm going to take a man. But outside of that, bro, he could care less. Dad, can I have some soup? Like, and it's it's the most annoying but hilarious thing. So um, he's one of my kids that when he gets sick, though, he gets sick. And so that's why it's like, I really have to to pay attention to what's going on. And again, as a parent, the type of parent that I am. Like I've always been the I'd rather be sick instead of my kids' parent. I'd rather feel that pain and not even just parent, clearly, um, that's my issue in relationships too. Like I'll take the brunt of everything because I just want to see that person healed and happy and peaceful. 
And relationship wise, that's that's not cool. Parent wise, I don't I'm not even trying to change that. As long as my kids need me for something, I'm gonna complain and I'm gonna make jokes, but I'm I'm gonna still do it. And so seeing him sick, it bothers me. Seeing him or hearing him call for me like he don't he, he ain't called for me like this since he was a kid, kid. Right? And so, though it's refreshing, because I'm like, all right, my kid is still in there. But I'm like, yo, I need to figure out, you know, what's going on. Um, and I've been on it, detox bath. Uh, I just made him steam himself out in the shower, stuff like that. But, again, it's a distraction. It's a distraction. And it is a trigger of mine because losing Kennedy. And here's where I, I, I have to figure out the balance of it all. Each of them respectfully have made it to the age they made it to. My mind is like, yo, I lost a kid to science, to whatever happened, still kind of don't know what happened. So when they get sick, my mind immediately jumps to, yo, I don't want my kid to die. And so I start overreacting on the emotional front. Like I keep it together as far as like the remedies and stuff like that. Like I'm not, we're not just, I'm not just rushing to ER. Right. Like I'm not rushing to ER every time I'm going to hit up urgent care just to make sure, because, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse, anything like that. So it's certain things I just don't know by by looking. Right. Um, but once I get a foundation of what's going on, then I'm 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 daddy daycare. I'm I'm daddy McStuffins like I'm I'm about to doctor it up. So. Trying to find a balance of that is difficult because I get so scared and not having no one here uh, to adult with. It kind of gets frustrating. And now I'm in the position to where I have someone to have a conversation with to be like, yo, junior, boom, 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 boom. And then they'll be like, well, what about this? Do this. Try that. Have you tried this? Do you know? And so. It relieves it relieves the stress of the overreaction and I could kind of figure it out a little bit better. If that makes sense. Like I just I I, I don't know, I just really I I really am big on handling my responsibility but not forcing my emotional reaction on to the to them not you know teaching them or accidentally teaching them panic by example right because if he's sick and he that that and i'm i'm jumping er urgent care er urgent care panic and panic and panic and you know that's gonna translate to something else for him that in the long run he's gonna think okay uh uh panicking in in uh, overreacting is okay. Like I said, I think I said two weeks ago, like my brother, um, my brother, duck, he's big on not panicking. I'm not saying he don't have no emotions. I'm not saying, you know, um, he don't face certain things, but I don't think I've personally ever seen him panic outwardly. Right. He has a, his, his mind is very fortified in how he handles, um, distress in, in, in conflict and stuff like that or confusion even in personal and in business and so that's something that 
I have been working on for a long time. And him and I, uh, you know, we've talked about it often before about just not not allowing yourself to lose sight of what's really needed in the moment because, you know, of emotions. That's a lot of reasons why I started overall emotion uh, or relationship, parenting, work, business because of the not panicking thing. I choose a more logical answer over emotional. Like if I have to be in my emotions in in a negative way to deal with anything, I know that that is not a good thing for me. So I have to remove myself and not deal with with that thing. So knowing that and dealing with this week, um, keeping the balance of not getting too excited about certain things but also not being too down about things as well. So just trying to find that balance, but it's, it's difficult. But again, y'all know my, my favorite thing that I've figured out for my foundation of healing is accountability. And I really want to talk about that today. I want to talk about the, the impact that uh, accountability has on our well-being. Because it goes beyond it, it goes beyond responsibilities. Like accountability is about acknowledging and accepting the consequences of our actions and being able to deal with it. I want to like I want to get into how it how that what I just said relates to mental health. We have to understand that a lot of things we feel that are the responsibility of others is not. When you are emotionally driven, you're going to point outwardly every single time. Because you're hurt, you're frustrated, you feel like this. I want to say this, like, I want to say this, I want to say that. Because such and such told me that if this person do this, then that, da, 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 da. And we lose sight of what we're supposed to be doing. We lose sight of, of how we supposed to, what the kids say, stand on business. We hold on too long to things that are supposed to get away from us. We push away things too soon that we supposed to be trying to figure out because we lack accountability of, yo, I did that and I apologize, but I want to talk through it. I don't want you to leave. I don't want this to disconnect or break because I'm emotional and I'm responding in that way. Um, not necessarily tell me how I could fix it, but tell me how you you see it. Because I I see how I I see it and I'm going to be accountable for that. But when it comes to life, accountability is 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 tricky because you telling on yourself. You got to admit to yourself, I hurt that person. I did that thing. I was shady in that in that area. But you also got to be like, yo, no, 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 no. You did that. You have to be able to discern when the responsibility of accountability falls on you and when it doesn't. You also have to understand I hurt in in 
I saw this post and I'm like, man, I, I want to talk about this on a podcast a little bit deeper. The people you lose during your healing process are only meant to be with the unhealed version of you. What that what that means is that you're going to lose people organically, just like you're going to gain people. You're going to lose people. And you're these are going to be people that you feel like I die. I die about this person. I love this person so much. And I'm not even talking about uh, agape. I'm talking about arrows. I'm talking about all the other levels. Right. I'm talking like you feel like this is like this is it. This is family. This is love. This is partnership. This is all that. And then you start to heal and realize that person is not meant for that road trip. Not because you're better than them, but they're just not to meant to go on that journey with you. They're not prepared to do that. And it's not you. You shouldn't want to force them to be there. Right. I shouldn't have to force friendship, family relationship. I shouldn't have to say, yo, I don't I don't like how I'm living. I don't like how I feel health wise. I don't like how I feel mentally. And I'm trying to change. I shouldn't have to fight with you to become a better version of myself and anything that I have to fight with to be better. It doesn't belong around me. I'm a very hard lover. I feel like once I've imprinted my love on you or you shown me a certain level of love, regardless, you supposed to go with me. And it's just not true. And I started to realize, especially after seeing this post, I started to realize like, yo, it's OK. I always say, keep pressing, keep moving. It'll make sense in the end. And for the first time, it's like, yo, that really makes sense. Because it's not done with malice. I don't want to be away from you because I hate you. I don't want to be away from you because I dislike you. But what you are doing is hindering where I'm trying to go to. And you not prepared to have the accountability of, of healing. You not prepared to go through the process of healing yet. Not as a uh, not as a support system. And not as a person who needs to heal themselves. But again, I'm not I can't force you to do that. So I have to understand the people I love, the things I love, the places I love might not be part of the next version of my story. The new chapter that's being written, it, 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 it's growth. And growth doesn't mean better than a person, a place, a thing. Growth just means I want to be more healthy in this way. And understanding that really helped me continue to deal because again i'll be listen i'm so freaking emotional when it comes to my people that i love my friends i'll be feeling like oh my god they're in shambles without me associates in like oh my god like once you meet me i just feel like i'm the greatest thing you ever met and then if i have to get away from you i feel like dang they probably think it's out of anger because I show so much love and like they probably think I'm fake, but it's like, nah, I, I realized I was putting everything before myself, my love for friends, my love for family, my love for relationships. And then I had to understand. It doesn't fit me in what I and what I not even what I want. Right. Because what I want, I know this sounds like it's going to sound like some Miss America type stuff, but what I want is unison. What I want is unity. What I want is uh, compromise, peaceful compromise, love. 
amongst all. But everybody is not there. I say all the time, everything that is meant for me is already done. I just have to be at the right place and time to receive it. And if I'm holding on to these things that don't serve my growth and my healing, I'm never going to be able to catch what's meant for me. I'm never going to be able to, to do it. Right. And it's, 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 it's a difficult thing to have to live with. And it's a difficult thing to have to try to understand, you know, researchers suggest that being accountable for our choices fosters a sense of control and it reduces stress and anxiety. This is why for me, I accept my accountability before anybody has to tell me shit. The stress that I used to put myself through about why I responded in a way, why I said this, why I did that. The constant lie to myself was overwhelming and I didn't even realize that's why I was so stressed a lot of times because I'm holding my accountability, the next person accountability, and I'm trying to lie to myself and act like, I don't see this hurt being done to me. Acting like I don't hear this negativity being spewed to me. Like I don't see myself reacting in a way that I swear that I don't respond to. Right. I'm big on being who I say that I am. It took me a long road to get to this level of accountability to where I'm going to stand on what I stand on. If I say some shit and it hurts your feelings, that's between you and your feelings, because I know how hard I worked to word it properly. I know how hard I worked to remove the malice and anger from it and deliver it with peace. If it still hurts from a peaceful place, that's between you, your ego and whoever you or whatever you believe in. But I had to stop lying to myself and elevate my level of accountability because I was hurting me. Fuck with fuck all of that. I was hurting me. I was creating unnecessary confusion in me because I'm trying to put together a whole puzzle with pieces that I don't even have. I'm creating pieces to the puzzle, trying to make it fit. You showing me in my face, you're not good for me. You are showing me in my face. You don't care for a friendship or or a partnership or a business part like you. You showing me and I'm just like, nah, you, come on. Let me let me tell you this. Let me show you this. See, look at this. And I'm and I'm just holding on to something that is not beneficial to me. And it got old. And it got difficult. And it created confusion and it started fucking with my emotions in a way that I didn't realize. Right. Like I've always felt certain things, certain emotions, certain feelings, yada, yada, whatever. Right. But when you come up in an era that I did and I talk about this often, we don't get to express our emotions. And I'm talking men and women. I'm talking about young ladies and young men. It's just certain emotions that the, the your family cut off, period. And that's just what it be. And so learning how to 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 deal with it as an adult and process it, it takes a lot. I don't be blaming no, like somebody could somebody could come right here. The first time you slap me. Is a you thing. 
If you are able to successfully slap me the second time, that's a me thing. What am I doing? Why am I not paying attention? Why do you just slap me once? Why do I think that you won't do it again? Why am I not having de my defenses up? Why am I not removing myself from the situation? And I'm, I'm saying slap, but I mean, I'm, I'm saying that because that's the most tangible thing. But think about that when you have a conversation with people and they're constantly disrespectful. And you keep having these conversations with them, you know, they are disrespectful, you know, they could care less about what you got going on. But yet you keep giving them your ear, yet you keep giving them your heart, yet you keep giving them your face to slap. That's on you. The first time someone hits me, the first time someone cheats, the first time someone does something to me, that's a them thing. If I still live in that life and I cut my thought process off to believe you won't do that shit again. That is a me thing. And a lot of us go through that and we stay in that we stay in that space and we keep blaming everybody but ourselves. Why are you still standing there in slapping range? You, you didn't learn nothing that it didn't hurt enough for you. I always talk about how abuse, you know, uh, in the world of abuse. People feel like as long as you don't hit me, then we can figure it out. And we don't understand we came up in such an abusive society that that metric is fucking bananas. Unfortunately, I had to learn what abuse was in totality so that I could move properly because I don't care. I don't care if you hit me or not. If you fucking want my mental. If you fucking want my money, like if you using sex against me, like all these, it's, it's so many different levels of of abuse. If I'm letting you do that, that's on me. Cause I'm not, I'm not holding to accountability. I'm still playing this game with you. I'm still lying to myself saying it's going to get better. And it's like, no, 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 no. Where's your accountability to reduce the stress in yourself? Why you can't see this, not the, this, not the move for you. Why you can't like, why you can't do it. And it, it became overwhelming. And so now my mind is different. I'm not hey. I will get the fuck away from you. I'm I'm I am a very grumpy, serious person. My peace is not negotiable, even for me. Like when I get on this podcast or when I do posts and stuff like that, I know a lot of people probably be like, oh, he's probably talking about me. Like, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm still in my healing phase. If you if if you can heal from what I post, if you can heal from what I'm saying, power to you. But I'm I'm doing this because I I'm still healing and I, I have places to be. I have a purpose to fulfill. And I can't fulfill it if I don't understand and respect myself enough to say, no, I'm not. I'm not raising my, like I have I have hella kids that that uh, uh, 
add to anxiety, that add to frustration, that add to happiness, that add to whatever. I don't need to be putting stuff on myself that don't belong to me. I don't own that shit. Get by. Get get away from me. I know it's difficult though. Because in everything that we do, there's always someone that's going to find negative in it, even when there is none. I spoke on this before about expressing accountability out loud is dangerous. To an extent, people like. They. People tend to project their anger. On you while you're healing out loud because of the assumption that you look at them like they're worse than you and you are better. And the reality of it is you just want to be free from the things that were hindering you to feel like your best self, to receive your best love, to be your the, the best parent that you can be, the best friend that you can be. And it's like, I'm, I'm speaking for me, not against you. I'm speaking about me, not projecting onto you. My healing has nothing to do with you, whether you are friends, family, uh, uh, relationship, kids, like me, like I'm not healing for my kids. Fuck them kids. I'm not healing for no partner. Fuck that partner. I am not healing for family. Fuck that. I'm healing for me because I need it. And it has to be an active level of healing or, or it's over. This is a difficult fight that I, that I fight daily, Right. I'm a, amongst everything, I'm a parent. Holding my dead daughter in my hand, that fucked with me and it just altered something in my mind to where it, 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 it elevated the level of accountability, not of the things that I was doing or not doing, but elevated the level of accountability in a sense of I'm not taking yours. I am actively paying attention to what people do and say to me how they treat me so that I'm not like, oh, they didn't, they didn't mean it. They just like, they going through whatever. Go through that shit over there. I don't think I'm better than you because I'm trying to heal out loud. I'm trying to be an example because everything about me, I'm trying to be reflective. I'm not perfect at all. I'm not even striving for perfection. I tell y'all all the time, perfection is completion. Completion is death. I am not rushing to be deceased. I'm just trying to heal. I could care less about perfection. I want to see your flaws. I want to see what really got you to be the person that you are. But I can't hold the accountability of what, of what got you there. You can't yell at me for what your ex did. You can't trip on me for what your parents did. You can't trip on me for what your work. You, you can't do that shit. I used to allow it. It is one thing to allow someone f uh, free emotions. But once they start like once they start shooting at you like like you was the one in the war, it's like, all right, fam, not. Nah. Go figure that out. Go go figure it out. I've gotten to multiple arguments and blocked a lot of people because you're not better than me.
Huh? You you think you're better than me because you can handle a situation without emotion? Huh? Fam, I'm handling situations without emotions because I am extreme. I don't argue with people because I'm extreme. I don't fight with people physically or I am extreme. Everything like like I don't think y'all understand. My child dead. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. So if I'm going to if I'm going to risk conflict, if I'm going to risk arguing, I'm taking that shit to the max. I know that about myself. Accountability. So I don't do it. Yep, I'm a punk. Cool. I'm soft. Cool. I'm sassy. Yep, my mom was my primary parent. My apologies on that, but it is what it is. I know who I am. So I know what to stay away from. I know what to look for in you so that when you start trying to push buttons, See, that, 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 that's one of the best things that I've uh, learned in my healing. When you start pushing buttons that normally will make me go to violence or anger or arguing, I just walk away. Since I've been a child, I have, I, I've been a person I have loved heavily. But once I'm done, you don't exist to me. There's been a situation to where, like, I came to realization of, yo, this is crazy. Like, this wasn't even supposed to happen for real. Like, you really was treating me like shit, like crazy. And I just was allowing it. And I seen that person after the fact. And hey, hi. I'm sorry. What's your name? Oh, I don't I don't I don't re recall us ever meeting. You knew who I was. You don't know who I am. So what what's your name? Oh, OK, bet. cool. Because this, this ain't it. And people people look at you like. That is you trying to be better. No, 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 no. No, I'm not better than you. I'm just healing and you don't belong where I'm going. And your lack of accountability, because you lack accountability, you don't see it. You think you're okay. You think what you're doing is fine. Social media is telling you that it's good to behave that way. Social media is telling you that anybody who was trying to heal and maybe not drink so much and not smoke so much and not whore so much and not cuss so much and not eat this or not eat that. Like social media tells you that person is, is directly trying to be better than you. And so you respond and you be disrespectful. In reality, you don't know what that person going through. You don't know why it's so extreme for them to to do the level of healing that they're doing. These people standing 10 toes down on, on their healing because they they've learned to be accountable. Do you know how do you know how much shit I have been in? Because I want to blame people. Yeah, they did what they did. Yes, yes. And they were wrong for that shit. But what I did. Huh? Like, like, why was I there? Why did I stay there? Why did I involve myself? Why did I do the action? Like, like, why? Yeah, you hurt me. Cool. I hurt myself because I allowed that shit.
Like, I be thinking about this thing and I've been thinking about it because I've been sitting down a long time without without a relationship. And one, uh, one of the things that is important to me is learning from my mistakes, right? In previous relationships, right? Again, it's my podcast. Take it how you want to. I don't mean disrespect by uh, by anything that um, I say at all. A lack of accountability had me allowing so much unnecessary shit in my life. And as I'm sitting here in my my moments of healing and my meditation and certain things cross my mind, I'm like, dang, that's that's crazy. Because I told y'all, my three adult relationships, horrible, right? Now that I'm piecing everything kind of together. But two of those relationships being horrible has a lot to do with my lack of accountability of setting boundaries. In my previously in my previous relationships, and I know this is gonna sound super, super crazy, and it is what it is. I've known my I've I've known my ex-wife since we was kids. And that woman has taken me through hell and high water. In each relationship that I had, she had a level of access to me that she shouldn't have. And I didn't see it in real time. Because she's the mother of my kids. And even though she don't even fuck with the kids like that for real, and they have, you know, they have their disagreements. I mean, that's their mom and and, and they love her because that's just the sign, the, the, the science of it all. But as human beings, if I'm addressing you as a human person and, and back and forth, like they don't they don't really have the the, the best relationship. I knew that and still didn't cut off the access to me that I should have. And my mind is my, it's my baby mother. Like I, like she needs to have uh, access to me because, and not even my baby mother, that's my ex-wife and she knows everything about me. So no matter what these relationships, no matter what comes with these relationships, she know the most. So I can't cut that access off. That's how I'm thinking in real time. Huh? So there was a discomfort in the relationship with my daughter's mom. The last relationship, there was a conflict because why she, why she can talk to you like that? Why she can text you so often like that? Why she got input on this? And I'm like, that, that's, the, that's their mom. Like, what you, what you want from me? I was waiting to set the I was waiting for someone to come in for me to set the boundary instead of setting a boundary because there was no accountability. My mind was like, that's my kid's mom. Like, so I got to I got to allow her access. But when I say access, yeah, why are you texting me like that? Why am I responding to you? 
Why when you call me, we not together, but why when you call me, I, I come over there? Not even on no bullshit, but why I'm doing that? I got a whole, like, huh? Yeah, they over here doing what they doing to me that has nothing to do with that. And even with my interaction with her, I'm still being respectful to my entire situation to an extent. But why you had that much access to me? Because it was a lack of accountability of myself in saying, hey, you can't do that. Fuck these kids. If you're trying to progress in life, you have to set the boundary of things before you move to the next thing. That's why I say I'm not tripping off none of them. All three of them did what they did to me and they know. I don't I don't talk about it on this podcast in detail. It is what it is. But something that I that that I've learned and I'm like, yo, that's insane. And then it hit me. The level of love that I put into the earth. Has to be completely run out. So that I could move on, knowing that I sit my ass still. The relationship that I was in last, that taught me so much because I was ready to, for real, for real, die about that lady. But there was so much chaotic emotion in me from my ex-wife, from my daughter's mom, that I didn't even realize that I was continuing to carry. And sitting down with myself and learning accountability, I understood, hey, I know in real time you don't love that person. I know in real time you 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 don't care. But the authentic love that you put out, the energy is still there. Sit the fuck down until it burns out. I know it's difficult. I know you're lonely. I know you want to have sex. I know you want to do this. I know you want to do that. But you're going to ruin someone because that subconscious energy hasn't burned out. And you're going to continue to give that woman access knowing she doesn't mean good, any good to you. It took me a while to understand that. Like, oh, that's what it is. That's why I don't be playing with 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 spirituality, like religious uh, religion stuff. I'm really like it is what it is. Like I, I I struggle after losing Kennedy, but I am very spiritual in how I address the universe and the things that I put out and, and all of that. But understanding that sit your ass down. I know you think you ready. But don't put nobody through that. If that if that uh, empathic energy is still burning for that person, for that thing, for that place, and you can't take it with you to your future, don't invite nobody in as a distraction from those things and try to force forward progress. Sit down. I'm telling you, sit down until that shit burn out and then you can love peacefully. You can love in an authentic way that you never have. Like you can be the parent, the person, the lover, the partner that you're supposed to be because you're now able to apply properly the emotion of what it's supposed to be. Accountability did that for me. I'm like, yo, that's crazy because real time I'm like, fuck these people. But let something happen to them. 
my heart is in shambles. Let them get into a relationship and get their heart broke. I'm sad for them. Let something happen to their kids. I'm sad for them. Let something happen. Like, they want to piss on a fire to put me out. And I'm still over here emotionally attached to these people. And once I realized that, I set my ass down. I set my ass down and I set my ass down because I wanted to think about it. I wanted to really process it and I wanted to learn how to articulate it properly. Like there, uh, I apologize to, to my daughter's mom and you know, the lady that I was dating after, because I said before, very immature. Once you like, I, if we go on by verbal breakups, right. I still go with like 10 people. Because I don't act, fuck closure. Once you do me a certain way, once you say a certain thing, I am on to the next situation. So you probably still think we go together, but like, I'm out of here. And I don't feel like I owe you anything. I feel like what you did, what you said, how you treated me, that was significant enough for you to understand. Like, if you don't see me in 48 hours, you don't hear, you don't get a text from me, that's significant enough to be like, oh shit, man's ain't coming back. Is it healthy? Is it fair to the other person? No, I don't give a fuck. No, don't talk to me like that. It's certain shit that I'm never working through. I did. I, I had to get to the point of accountability to, to understand that. Accountability, what I learned, it sets a. Uh, it provides a framework for self-reflection. Allowing individuals to understand their behaviors and make positive changes, which can significantly contribute to mental well-being, being lost without any kind of mental ownership or self-awareness is a recipe for disaster. It's imperative that we not look at accountability uh, as an entryway to negativity and start allowing it to be the foundation that keeps us steady. We'd be so scared to be like, I'm wrong. I, I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't allow that. Like, we be so scared. We so embarrassed. We be so embarrassed. And I'm just like, nah, nah. I did that. My feelings was hurt. I got played. This person said this, did this, did that. I got, I got played. I was there. It is what it is. That's the, the, it's life. We're out here driving blindly without learning ourselves. And we have to. Because we don't know, we won't know how to improve ourselves without going through, you know, the fire. I tell people I'm forging fire now. I have experienced the harshest level of pain I feel I could have ever felt beyond me being uh, injured in football, injured in track. Um, I've been stabbed before. You know, I've been shot at multiple times. The emotional, like, no, I've been, like, none of that equated to the torment that I mentally go through about losing my daughter. But it also doesn't stop me from being who I say that I am to people. I heard someone say, um, you don't want to be the first person that the first good person that someone has because they are going to destroy and mishandle you.
You don't want to be the first good person someone has because they are going to destroy and miss. Fam, this is so true, but I be bugging because I'm going to give you all of me each and every time, regardless, because I want to leave an authentic print on your heart. You're going to heal from whatever you are going through. Everything that you put me through to torment me, to put me down, all of that, that you needed to go through for yourself, you're going to heal from that one day. And that little piece of authenticity that I left on your heart, it's going to be part of the reason you start wanting to heal for real, because I was genuine. I'm a genuine friend. I'm a genuine lover. I'm a giver. I'm a pleaser. Like everything that I do is for other people, was for other people. Because now I feed myself first before I try to feed the people. Understanding that was major for me. There's people, there's pieces of people, friends, uh, uh, not in romantic because I haven't been, like, like I said, I've only had three adult relationships, but there are pieces of uh, people that are imprinted on my heart and in my mind. And in certain moments of my working on myself, those pieces come up like, yo, why you said that? Why you did that? You could have handled that better. You could have said like, and so from that, I'm like, all right, I never want to respond like that again. I never want to create that level of, of, insecurity again I didn't even know what I was doing I was just you see what I'm saying because it's ignorance on both sides of it but it takes someone who is truly wanting to 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 be one with themselves wanting to be better for themselves wanting to to change whatever it is that that is bad for them it takes somebody really to want to go through that to to get it done correctly but I know for a fact from experience that those little pieces that I left is going to be part of the reason that you want to heal further when you get to your even playing field. Ask myself, how does accountability play out in our relationships? In relationships, accountability builds trust and communication. It creates an environment where individuals feel heard and understood, fostering emotion. Uh, fostering emotional resilience. A lot of times we be chasing wants out the window while needs be standing right at the door waiting for us to open up. And it's insane how you have to hurt yourself hella times jumping out that window from two stories before you just open that door and receive the thing that is necessary for you to move to the next thing. I am a very big uh, proponent of. It's up to you to, to heal your tragedies, your traumas, your triggers, of course, with help, support, group therapy, whatever. But there's a certain part of you that won't heal until it's, it's challenged again. I'm scared of relationships. I told you that a million times until I challenge the idea for real. I'm going to be scared. I'm scared to love for real, for real again because of what happened until I challenge it. It's always going to be there.
I have always been a person of inner love before outer. I've always been a person to care about personality more than looks. I've always been a person to care about how you treat me and the people around you more than I care about relationship goals. I've never been a person, and let me not say never, because as I got older, I started shifting from the idea of needs, and I too was chasing wants out of that second story. I'm chasing shit that is not beneficial to my health, to my mind, to my kids, to my progression, while the foundation of my next floor, right? Because y'all know I'm big on foundation. As I'm building up, I'm going to get to a certain level to where, damn, I'm going to need somebody with me now. It took me a while to understand what, what that is, Right? A lot of us are not a lot of us are not built to be alone. And I'm not even talking about just romantically, like you're not to you're not meant to go through life without friends, without partners, like without kids. Some of us are just built that way. Some of us are also built like you are 100 percent supposed to ride this shit out dolo. Your purpose is that everything that you offer the world will be hindered with the relationship with kids. We're crazy friends. I believe that. I believe it. But you have to you have to understand which one you are. You have to dig deep into who you are to make it make sense to you and for you so that you don't get lost in the sauce of life and you don't have to backtrack. That's the one thing that I'm really trying to make sure my kids understand that. Yes, in life, you take two steps forward, 10 steps back. But I want to make sure that in the event you have to take those 10 steps back, you can gain at least five to six back immediately because of the accountability that you have in you. It's not going to take you a long time to get back to what's right because you're not sitting there blaming everybody but yourself. You're looking for everything that you could have done differently to get to the finish line. Right? These are some things that for me that um, that helped me with establishing and and uh, establishing accountability and just really kind of sticking to it. Um, Clearly defining expectations like what do you want from me? Right. What is like, why are you here? Who sent you? It's important for me to. Ensure the roles, responsibilities and expectations are clearly communicated because that's crucial. If I get with you as a partner and. My expectation is that. You cook. My expectation is um, you massage me. My expectation like my expectation is that we meditate together. My expectation is that we go on walks like. If I don't say that to you and then all of a sudden, man, my girl never want to walk with me. It's like you never said you were interested in that. She'll never want to cook. Well, you get up and you cook all the time. You never even indicated you you wanted assistance in that. 
So having that boundary or that expectation up front, it helps. I tell y'all, you know, my friend group, my expectations of each of my different friends is different. I, not because I'm trying to be a dictator, but because we've talked and I paid attention enough where they fit in and where they don't. A lot of times we have friends, a lot of times we have relationships and they don't fit in one part. And we like, man, fuck that, it's over. Everything is over, fuck the friendship, the relationship. It's like, no. So clearly defining expectations is, is it's crucial. It really is in um, establishing and maintaining um, accountability. When I understand my role and what's expected of me, it becomes easier for me to hold myself accountable. So if you telling me shit like, yo, this is what I expect of you. Don't raise your voice. Don't like, like these are my triggers. Don't do that. Here's, here's what I'm looking for in a partnership. Here's what I'm looking for in a friendship, right? So that I can say, I'm not willing to do that. And we could just go on our way. So you can say, yo, you bugging. I don't Nah, I'm, I'm cool. It's important. Clarity and communication sets the foundation for accountability, allowing me to align my efforts with the defined expectations and contribute effectively to the relationship, to the friendship. Without me knowing the expectation, without me having expectations, we're lost. Because the reality of it is, is sometimes your boy be bugging. And not bugging in a negative way or bugging in a way that is going to affect anybody because I stay away from people. But for the people that know me, that my handful of people that I converse with, they know once the once depression hits to a certain level, I'll be bugging. Like I'm very extreme of don't talk to me, shut up, cut the light off. And they be like, fam, like you're like, all right, enough. Like we get it. You're hurt. You're going through like my boy DW. He knows, he knows, he knows, he knows. Um, the end of the year is tough for me, but December itself is just crazy. He gets ahead of it. Hey, fam, I'm not playing with you this year. If you disappear in here in and cry in here But don't try to do that shit by yourself Because I know how that goes The reality of it is is You know life is about perspective And you do not always have the best view Chill the fuck out And observe With the intent to learn and progress That's what I'm learning That's where I'm at in my healing right now Pay attention I've always been a, an observer But I've always done it from a, a stance of protecting people around me and not myself. And so what I'm learning to do now is I want to look and I want to observe with intentions to learn from what I'm seeing because I want to be better. I, I look at people who, you know, lost a child and how they're progressing. I want to, I want to get to that space. Not, I don't want to be like them, but I want to see what they did to get there. I want to see people who uh, gone through divorce and they're thriving, not necessarily thriving in another relationship, but just thriving with self-esteem and life. Right. I want to I want to see those people. I want to observe and I want to learn. 
but I have to, there, there has to be an expectation there for me mentally. And without it, it's nothing. I've established a, a feedback system. Um, I personally find it valuable to establish a feedback system where we as uh, individuals can provide constructive criticism and our feedback to each other because regular feedback, it plays a key role in course correction and improvement. If I don't know I'm bugging, I'm going to keep on going down the wrong street. If I don't know I'm lost, I'm going to keep going. For me, when I receive uh, input from my friend group that I've that I've established, it offers insights on my performance and it allows me to make the necessary adjustments to continually enhance what I'm trying to accomplish in healing. Because I do like I don't like I don't like being around a bunch of people. I do, however, love being around the people I love being around. If that makes sense. I'm very much like I'll fuck with certain people, but if it's too many people there, I'm going to be in the corner chilling because I don't it, it's it's it creates anxiety for me. But having a having a proper feedback system to for me to be able to say, hey, this is difficult, you know, uh, having the feedback will let me know All right, you're bugging like take it slow, like don't you know, don't just jump into conversations with strangers and go all in, just kind of test the waters, breathe a little bit. If it's too much, you know, walk away without that feedback. I'm just like, yo, fuck these people. It's too much. I'm going home to, to be in the dark and be under the cover. Transparent communication. This is both, <laughs> this is both a good and bad thing for me. I'm very expressive. And I'm very overly expressive. A lot of times I just be saying what's on my mind and I don't even be thinking like it's wrong because it's in my mind. And it's nothing for malice. It's nothing like derogatory or, or sexual or anything like that. And, you know, if it is sexual. That's that's on you. It was in my head. I don't mean that to bite. Of course, I'm not out here being disrespectful and, and just saying shit to people. But I'm just saying, if we are locked into this level of communication, I am going to communicate. I'm going to be open about, you know, whatever it is I, I can and need and, and feel safe to be open about. I'm going to be open about my need to get the fuck away from you. And, you know, and for you to understand, like, it's not personal towards you. It's just that I'm going through something you can't help. I know you feel like you can help, but you you, you can't. You know, I've lost a lot of friends in 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 that area because I'm just like, I know you think you can help, but you're talking to the person you grew up with. You're not talking to the trauma that I've experienced to now be who I am. So transparency is is important to me. Right. It's one of those things that I, it just is what it is. Um, having an accountability partner like I make sure that and I've been doing this since the kids was little. They can call me out on anything. Right. That's my first level of accountability partners, whether I'm in a relationship, whether it's work, period, because those, you know, most high willing, their uh, partnership will be the thing that will never break. They've seen 
uh, me at my worst, my best. They've seen me cry. They've seen me smile. They've seen me be frustrated. They've seen me be a parent, good and bad uh, things. They've seen me speak like they they it's them. Right. My next level is a romantic partner. Next level is certain people, you know, uh, friend groups and stuff like that. But having someone to help me when I'm like, yo, I feel like I did this. Am I bugging? Or this was done to me and I, I feel like I want to react like this. Is this too much? Like, it's important to have that. I see the value in, in pairing individuals or uh, support groups as accountability partners because the strategy creates a sense of responsibility to one another. It's certain, like, like my friends can't tell me certain shit without me. Like, yo, you did that. You, you finished it, right? You said you was going to do that. You did that, right? And vice versa. Because that shit is important. Not only like, like forget the accountability that it creates, the love that it creates between you and your friends, you and your partner to, to be like, yo, oh, you interested in what the fuck I got going on. You're not just here. You're not just taking up space. Like it, it ma what I'm doing matters good or bad. And you are here to be a part of it to whatever extent you you've agreed to be a part. Right. Ownership. I am very big on owning up to my mistakes, my wrongs, subconsciously or consciously. I believe in encouraging people, including myself, to take ownership of everything you got going on. When I feel ownership, I find that I am more likely accountable for the outcomes, right? This is why I hate being on um, group projects with people who don't really want to do it because I'm a, I, like I'm going to hold myself down. I'm going to do my part to the best of my ability, uh, like like at work. I, I dislike that place profusely for many reasons, but put me on a project. I am when I tell you I am putting up curry numbers. Why is my phone going off so much? When I tell you I'm putting up curry numbers, I am going stupid. You would think that I really enjoy. I do not. But I signed up for that. So I got to take whatever my name on. I got to take ownership of that. Taking ownership means personally investing in the success of the task at hand which naturally leads to a greater commitment to achieve positive results. That's projects at work, that's parenting, that's cooking, that's relationships, that's sex, that's artistry, that's that's everything. Creativity. Like when you take ownership, it just like win or lose, it feels that much better. Because I've been I've been in in, in situations to where I feel like I am the reason why my team lost. But I've also been in situations where I feel like, yo, I did my part to the best of my ability and we just took the L. I'm just different as a result to emotions. Like when I was young, I would cry about everything. I would get so mad and people would think I'm crying because like um, 
sensitive or saw or whatever. But it's like, now I'm crying because I'm, I'm about to burn this whole shit down. The level of anger that I have in me, like people always take tears for sad. No, I'm about to burn this shit up. I can't believe we lost. I can't believe it lost. I can't believe we lost. I can't believe this happened. I can't, I can't believe I put in all this work and didn't get the outcome that I wanted. Ownership allowed me to win and lose properly. I'm not overly excited for winning. I'm not underwhelmed with losing. What I want to do is have that emotion. I can't believe I lost. If tears shed, tears shed, it is what it is. All right, what we got to do to get this right? What we got to do? Whether it's a team sport, whether it's my relationship, even with me and the kids, because that's like a, a couple months ago, y'all already know. I was like, I don't give a fuck what y'all got going on. I don't know who y'all going to live with because y'all don't fuck with your mom for real, but y'all getting on my nerves. A few months ago, I was on that. Because they, they weren't taking ownership of not only their feelings, they weren't taking ownership of the responsibility around the house. They were just doing what they wanted to do. And I'm a, I'm a free-flowing parent, meaning if it's not life or death or a possibility or jail, it's not too much that I, I, I get involved in with them, right? And I'm talking, when I say involved, I mean their personal stuff, like sports, school, you know, being safe, stuff like that, like I'm, I'm, I'm there. What you like, what you watching on TV? What's that? Like, put me on. They listen to music, put me on. But them and their girlfriends and them and, you know, they homeboys outside. I just, Hey, don't go to jail. I don't got no bail money and I'm not putting up shit to put, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Cause you going if you not listening to how I'm communicating to you and you feel like you still need to go on the street and do things that's going to get you arrested or put you in a, a bad position. then I got to let you do that shit. And then we got to have a conversation about it after. But at the end of the day, if you own it up to that shit, own it good or bad. And then we gonna, we gonna talk about it. I had to get to, I had to get there. I had to to start understanding that ownership doesn't make me cocky. It doesn't make me arrogant. It doesn't make me conceited. I put in the work. I need to be focused and I need to be on point of owning what I did and did not do. Again, it goes back to the arguing. It goes back to me telling my side. I could give a fuck about my side. I was there. When I hear people talk bad about me and I hear, oh, well, such and such said it was like this. It was like, uh, I was there. It's crazy. I no longer, and I said last week, I no longer take disrespect as something that I need to respond to. I know that I'm going to respond extremely sassy and extremely violent if I feel disrespected. I know that for myself. I also know that I want love. I want to see my kids grow old. I want to see if they if 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 uh, they have grandkids and stuff like that. I know I can't be in these streets reacting with the emotions that I have in an unhealthy way. So the next thing is get the fuck away from me. Ownership. Accountability. We have to remember accountability begins with self-awareness. How do you like what is it that you do to hold yourself accountable? How do you keep track of your accountability without having others have to tell you? It's certain things that I write in my phone like, y'all, 
I could have handled that situation with the kids better. Like a, a, a big thing for me, if I say something, right? Like say I go in the kitchen right now, kitchen not clean. And I'm like, y'all getting on my fucking nerves. I keep telling y'all and I'm, and I'm rah-rah, right? Am I really mad at them or is something, am I going through something? And this was just the 13th reason for me to just go crazy. Again, I'm not above that. It's certain things that just that it just happened the way that it that it does. And I'll go back and I'll text them like, yo, y'all like y'all good. Let me let me come talk to y'all real quick, because I'm very big on however I offended you is the way I'm going to apologize. If I offended you in text, I'm going to text you. If I offended you, you know, in recording, I'm going to record my response. If I offended you face to face, I'm going to respond and apologize and or converse face to face. That's just who I am. It takes a lot to get there. You have to want you have to want so little conflict in your life to get to a point of healing that the regular shit don't don't bother you. Like, that's why I don't watch reality TV. I don't even watch too much live TV as is. Um, I, I, I am a music person, so I listen to all music. But once that shit start getting crazy, crazy, I'm like, nah, fam, I'm about to hear like I'm, I'm up out of here. So having ways that you understand and you keep track of your accountability um, is on you. So you guys got to figure out uh, a, a way to track your accountability, a way to stop holding on to everybody else's. I choose some, like I said, I choose this podcast, poetry, and sometimes, you know, I'll a journal kind of in my phone, not not physically writing because bleh, I'll be writing all day. Um you have to set realistic goals for yourself. You have to listen. This is the hardest one for me because I don't be caring about people's fucking opinions. You have to seek feedback. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to get out of my business. Rah, rah, rah. I get it. I had to learn that I'm like, because I'm so. I'm so private. Not secretive, but I'm very private. And accountability, it sucks because you kind of got to get out of that and find somebody. Like you you have to. Um, and that's just, those are just some things that help me process and stay on my shit so that I'm not, you know, out here affecting people in a negative way. And I'm being cognizant of how I treat people. And when I know that, I'm going to or certain one when I know a certain traumas and in and, and, and triggers that I'm experiencing heavily in those moments, I'm accountable enough to say I don't I don't need to go there. I don't need to to do that thing, right? Because that's just that's just what it is. And it's it's clear that accountability is a, a corner store, a corner store, a cornerstone of mental well-being. Whether in personal relationships or friendships, embracing accountability empowers us to navigate life's challenges with resilience. Remember, we got to go through something to get somewhere. And I'm glad y'all are doing that with me. 
Yo, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for all things complex. If you want to donate to the podcast, download Good Pods, look up Poetic Properties with Complex. There's a tip jar on that page. If you want to donate to the business overall, head over to my Twitter page, The Complex. There's a tip jar over there. If you are somebody who just like, comment, and share, understand I appreciate you all the same. Uh, I checked yesterday and we are now in 28 different countries so we gained another country um yesterday so you guys keep it up keep supporting if you can share it with your folks i hope this is something that is helping you guys um and remember no matter the darkness as long as we have air we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light peace Brown chicken, brown cow.